When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Bulldog fans, to look and feel my best, I reach for authentic brand gear. No matter if it's my sleek quarter zips on game day or the comfortable polo shirts I wear during the work week or even on the golf course, the style and comfort of authentic brand by TCB Companies delivers that boost of confidence to be my best. Outfit your life with Authentic Brand by TCB Companies, and don't just do it. Do it an Authentic Brand. This is the Be Blue Podcast on the Drake Sports Media Podcast Network, powered by Learfield. I'm Hunter Phillips, and we're continuing to count down the weeks until tip-off of a new season. Classes are almost back in session, so we thought it was the perfect time to catch up with a pair of Bulldogs, sophomores Katie Dinabier and Ashley Imes, to get the inside scoop on the squad's most recent trip to Italy, take one more glance at last season, and much more. Now, before we get underway, a reminder that you can subscribe and listen to the Drake Sports Media Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts, and also on the free Varsity Network app from Learfield. You'll get the latest on Drake football, who kicks off a new season soon, and an inside perspective on the Drake men's basketball team with the All In Podcast. Well, now it's time to bring in two members of the Fab Five. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started.
Well, needless to say, it has been an exciting offseason for the Drake women's basketball team. The squad is just a few weeks removed from a 10-day foreign trip to Italy. And who better to break down the experience than by chatting with not one, but two Bulldogs, sophomores Katie Dinabier and Ashley Imes. Katie, Ashley, August has been a pretty eventful month thus far for you and your teammates, so we appreciate you carving out some time to join us, and welcome back here to the Be Blue podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, we had a little laughter before we started recording here, especially with uh, Ashley's background via Zoom. We won't say what it was, but uh, <laughs> no, just using your dad's computer, so thanks to Chris. We'll, we'll give him a shout out, but before we begin... I must say that as someone who's traveled with this program by bus and plane, whenever there is laughter generated, you can look no further than the row that Katie and Ashley occupy. So I couldn't resist bringing both of you on because I have a feeling this will be podcast magic. Do you agree? I would have to agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the giggles right there say it all. But again, I appreciate the two of you hopping on and been looking forward to our conversation, catching up. It's been a while and uh, just let me know right now before we begin if I need to be able to translate something from Italian into English. Uh, no, I didn't get very far past like buongiorno and grazie, and that was about it. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not not very fluent in Italian. <laughs> what has transpired here during uh, the off season, if you even want to call it that, with so much activity, and we've got a lot to break down. Most notably, your trip to Italy. Plus, we'll look back at last season and look ahead to the upcoming campaign because it's going to be here before you know it. But let's start with a once-in-a-lifetime foreign tour to Italy. You, your teammates, family, and staff spent 10 days in Italy traveling across the country from Rome with stops in Pompeii, Naples, the Amalfi Coast, the Vatican City, Siena, Florence, and then winding down in Lake Como. So first and foremost, just express how meaningful this adventure was and to share it with your best friends and Katie, uh, you can get it started. Yeah, I mean, first of all, to go to Italy is just a dream in itself. So that was amazing. Like you said, we visited pretty much any tourist spot that you could imagine. So that was really cool. Our days were really packed and our staff did a great job of planning. And just to like the donors for allowing us to go. It was just an amazing trip. And like you said, we were able to go with our best friends. So that was even more special. We spent so much time together. And I think it really bonded us for this upcoming season too, because not many teams get to do that. And not many teams get to play three games over there. So it was a really cool experience to do it overseas with our best friends too. I think, yeah, just to add on to Katie, like, it's so cool. Like not only like it's a trip of a lifetime, like most people don't even ever get to go overseas and then to get the opportunity to do it with, you know, your best friends and people you love. So that's, that's really, really special. And just to get to play the sport that you love while you're over there too, and just some competition you'd never see otherwise. So that was really, really special. Yeah. It was just a jam packed trip. And uh, again, just going to go over a lot of it here today. The fans really want to hear uh, a lot about it as well um, because they all were able to see it through the vlogs and social media posts uh, during your stay. But I'm sure in the weeks leading up to the trip, you all had visions of Italy, you know, with the Colosseum in Rome and then uh, also the Trevi Fountain as well, the Amalfi Coast. But, you know, it's one thing to vision it, but then to actually experience it. Was there anything that really just took your breath away and exceeded your expectations? And Ashley, you can get started with that one. 
I mean, you can Google pictures of Italy and I just don't think anything like does it justice when you're just standing there in front of like the amazing history and the architecture is just insane. And you're sitting there like you have a headphone in your ear listening to the tour guides and they're like, oh, yeah, this was, you know, in 50 AD. And you're like, holy cow, like, I can't even imagine the time that far, like that long ago. So it was cool. I think one of the things that took my breath away was definitely like the Colosseum and just seeing how big it is and how it's still standing even after earthquakes and natural disasters, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that was really, really cool. Yeah. Like Ashley said, it's just amazing to be there in person and to see things that you learned in history class growing up. So for me, I think the most special thing was going to Vatican city and seeing the Basilica. I grew up Catholic. So I think it was really cool to get in there and like, just see like, oh my gosh, like this is where everything started and just kind of wrap your head around like all the important people that were in there. So that was really cool to be in there. I really liked Lake Como too. That was really pretty. And again, something you learn in history class and look up online and see pictures of, but once you get there and see it in person, it's just amazing. Yeah, just the history, culture. I mean, Italy is so special for all of those reasons. And you kind of answered this already, but I mean, of all the sites and landscapes that you encountered, which one really stood out the most and Katie will go back to you. Yeah, for me, the Basilica was really cool. I really enjoyed getting to see Vatican City. That was really cool to me. Just again, being Catholic, growing up Catholic, kind of just to wrap your head around that was really cool. I think for me, I would say said the Coliseum, but I think my favorite day was when we went like down the Amalfi coast and we made a stop at Amalfi and Positano and we just did a little boat tour. And that was, that was really, really cool. Yeah, just so much to see, so much diversity there when it comes to the landscapes. And the, you guys got to see it really, most of it there during your stay. Now, Italy is known for a lot of things, especially its cuisine, the food. And telling by the videos and images shared on social media, it looks like that you all ate pretty well. Nobody went hungry. So what was your favorite meal? I know this is probably a tough one. Ashley, uh, you can kick us off. All right. Well, I, I think my favorite meal, first of all, we ate way too much, so much good food. I mean, it's hard to just pick one thing, but I think my favorite was like a caprese pizza I had there, which is basically our margarita pizza. That was really, really good. And then you can't ever go wrong. I think we had gelato every single day or like Anna Miller had it like three times a day. So I mean, we <laughs> ate plenty of that and that was one of my favorite things. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Ashley. We went to this pizza. Ash and I went to this pizza place one day and I don't even remember what it was called, what I ordered, but it was this, I don't know. It had like three different types of cheese on it, ham, and then something on the top, but it was amazing. The best pizza I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And to be able to eat pizza in Italy where it originated at and, you know, hey, as long as you don't remember the name, as long as you remember how it tasted, that's the most important thing. And Katie, I, I also want to go back to you because- on the final vlog, you guys, as part of Lake Como, you got to go over to Switzerland. Now, Switzerland is known for its chocolate. And so I know you and your teammates were enjoying that. So on a scale of one to 10, rate, rate the Swiss chocolate as to something maybe you'd find in a grocery store here in town. Oh, 10 for sure. It's nothing like, it's not a Hershey bar for sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good. And we got a little box and tried about every flavor of chocolate that you could over there in Switzerland. So yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Ashley, would you give it the same rating? Oh, like 12 out of 10. It's just so <laughs> creamy. It just, oh, it goes down so nice. Oh, it's so good. 
Well, and I like that you said, well, Katie, 10, your number, and then Ashley, 12, your number. So <laughs> it's amazing how uh, you were able to be able to get those ratings there. But uh, but no, I was super jealous just seeing uh, all the delectable food that you guys had. And I know also uh, some of your teammates had a little wine as well. Italy is known for that. So just really to tie in a good meal all together. And so another neat element of the trip was the fact that some of the family members, support staff, and even the three seniors from last season got to go as well. And so, Ashley, I'll turn to you first because you got to share the experience with your mom and dad as well, and that had to be really special. Yeah, that was honestly one of my favorite parts was, you know, getting to experience all this for the first time with my team, but then also being able to branch off and go experience some things with my family as well. And it was things they've never experienced either. So it was really cool to get to do that together and even having the three seniors back, not having seen them all summer. So that was really fun to reminisce with them and make those memories with them as well. And even the couple of fans we had and the other families we had with us. I mean, it was really, truly special. But yeah, to have my family there was really awesome. And Katie, Ashley just touched on it here a little bit ago, but going back to the three seniors that were there when the two of you first arrived at Drake, also getting the opportunity to travel with you. So what did it mean to have Maddie, Hannah, and Allie, who's a seasoned traveler when it comes to Italy, uh, there with you, especially with all that they've given this program and really three players that took you under their wings when you first got to campus. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there are three players that have given everything to Drake and the Drake culture. So to have them on the trip and for them to be able to experience a trip like that is just really special for them and for us, like Ashley said, to make lasting memories with them, to kind of have like a last hurrah with them, especially after not seeing them all summer was really cool. And they're really amazing to us. Like you said, they took us under their wing. They've been great upperclassmen. So just to kind of have that final hurrah with them was really special. Sophomores Katie Dinabier and Ashley Imes are joining us on the Be Blue podcast, breaking down the team's exciting trip to Italy that just wrapped up a few weeks ago. And so on top of all of the sightseeing, you actually got to suit up and play in three games against professional opponents, the international all-stars in your first game, and then two games against the Bosnian national team. And you and your teammates went undefeated 3-0 and and looked like you just had so much fun out there on the court, which is something that, as you know, head coach Allison Pullman and the entire staff have instilled. Not many teams get the opportunity to play anyone during the summer, nonetheless professional teams. So you got to do that and you played very well. Ashley, we'll begin with you. Just describe how valuable that was to get that playing time together on the court against professional competition. Well, yeah, I think that's one of like a really special thing in the summer is, you know, most teams, you just get to scrimmage against each other. And so it was really, really cool to go put what we've been working on all summer into a game like situation and go play these teams. And I think there was also a lightness to it because it is the summer. You know, we went and we were like, let's just go have fun. We're playing these international teams. This is once in a lifetime. Like, go out, smile, have fun with your teammates. And I think we did all of that. And, you know, ultimately we got a win, which was really, really fun. Yeah, I think it really set the tone for our whole season. I think our mindset always is team over everything. And I think especially in the summer trip, we really played team over everything. Everyone played. We all played together. We played super well. And if you were there, you could just feel the chemistry. I think it was just so much fun to play. And I think, like Ashley said, it helped being in the summer because, I mean, we have nothing to lose. And just going out there and playing and leaving everything on the court, again, I think it sets a tone for this upcoming season. 
Yeah, certainly, you know, white, joyful playing in the summer against someone else. You know, last year at this time, you were just used to scrimmaging against one another and you're counting down the days to your first exhibition game. Now you already have really three of those exhibition games under your belt and just how valuable that was. And just, again, having so much fun. And you also got to play in the same gymnasium in Florence that the team who played back before the 2016 through 17 season that included Courtney Rush and Becca Hitner, now part of the coaching staff. Uh, you both play basketball in many different venues across the country. And now you can say across the world now, uh, was there anything that stood out about those gyms in Italy that were just a little bit different? And Katie, uh, we'll begin with you. Oh, one thing I noticed was no air conditioning. That was really different. <laughs> <laughs> You know, not only is it 100 degrees over there, but there's no air conditioning in the gym. Oh, man. <laughs> so in, in Italy, there's like not water that's readily available for you. So that how was did, a little. How did Nikki get through that without water? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> she, We had water bottles ordered ahead of time. But then like once you get to the gym, there's no water. So like you drink your water and well, sorry. <laughs> so oh, that was man. definitely something to get used to. Something that was different. I don't know. Yeah, it was hot, and that's something we're not necessarily used to, and like Katie said, the water thing, but the nice thing was is I've never had a pool right outside of the gym before, so we took full advantage of that after the game, as you can imagine, and got to cool off, which was really fun, but yeah. Yeah, it looked like, uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, talk about uh, certainly something that was much needed, a pool, and you all just quickly dove right in, and now I don't blame you uh, hearing that. Did they have fans at least or there was like no air circulation at all none <laughs> no there's nothing <laughs> oh, you just man. walked in and it kind of just hit you like it was just hot oh man yeah because I know from just again the stuff that was shared on, on social media it was certainly hot but now you factor in playing in a closed gymnasium playing basketball running up and down the floor uh definitely uh you know it's supposed to be a vacation but man uh, that certainly had to had to work out there during those three games, but still had a lot of fun during the process. And so uh, we've touched on it a little bit here um, a little bit ago, but all of you took turns filming pieces of the vlog that fans can still see on the YouTube on the Drake Athletics YouTube channel or on any of the Drake women's basketball social media channels. Ashley, I think you were the one that got it started from the moment you took off from Des Moines. So you had to again set the tone there with uh, with the GoPro, making sure that. Uh, you know, everything was going to get started on the right foot. And then Katie, you took it across an international border from Italy to Switzerland. So how fun was it to be able to capture the trip from that perspective? And do you see yourselves vlogging in the future? Ashley, uh, we'll begin with you. Well, Hunter, me and Katie have talked about starting a vlog together in a YouTube channel. We think that'd be pretty entertaining, but no, so it was a good practice to start us yeah. off in Italy. Um, but no, that was really fun. I felt a lot of responsibility as the travel day to make sure the GoPro got there and didn't break or anything like that. But no, I think it was really, really fun just to capture all those really fun moments that, you know, people back here wouldn't see otherwise. So I think that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, like Ashley said, you know, there might be a YouTube channel coming out soon. Me and All Ashley. Right. Pretty entertaining. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> but no, the vlogs in Italy were really fun. And I think, too, for fans to watch and kind of get an insider of, like, our personalities and things that they wouldn't necessarily see just any other day. But I think it's cool just for us, too, to be able to look back and be like, 
wow, we were in Italy and you know, this is, this is what we did this day. But I think it was really cool and it really captured how much fun we were having over there. Yeah. You both did all of your teammates did a fantastic job. And Katie, I, I agree that you really got to see everyone's different personality throughout the course of those vlogs. And so uh, no doubt that would be an entertaining channel with you two. Uh, what would the name of the channel be? Because you have to have a catchy name on YouTube uh, to get people there to click. So any ideas? Probably like K Killer and Ash Dog or something like that. <laughs> that was our that was always written outside of our dorm room on the okay. Way so yeah. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it started from the very beginning there at in your dorm room. So yeah, I think that would catch on for sure. And you heard it here for here uh, first, folks. And so speaking of the vlog, I do want to uh, pick on uh, freshman Ava Hawthorne a little bit in the third and final vlog, filming teammates sleeping uh, there in the middle of it, including senior Maggie Bear. You can't do Maggie Bear like that. But did Ava catch any flack for uh, catching the, the uh, teammates dozing off in the bus? what's funny because that's what we did a lot of the transportation you know like everybody was just passed out and I mean there's no really any place to like lean or get comfortable so your head falls back your mouth gets open and no one looks good while they're sleeping so she caught us all at our worst our worst moments but as expected (laughs) yeah wouldn't expect anything less And I just felt, well, I felt bad for Maggie to begin with because she was just dead tired, but she's also six foot three and just trying to be comfortable there in the bus and uh, just unfortunately, uh, yeah, uh, tried to make the most of it. But yeah, I thought that was a little funny that uh, that Ava was the one that was able to uh, get that in <laughs> yeah. on the vlog. Wouldn't expect anything different. Uh, a lot. It, it takes a lot of guts from an incoming freshman. And so um, and also as well, just want to give a big shout out to Michael Admire as well for all the work that he did in helping document your journey through Italy. Really did uh, a really cool job. And those are, again, vlogs that you'll be able to show uh, everyone for the rest of your lives. And so to put a bow on the Italy trip, clearly this adventure brought you uh, that much closer as a team and you were already close before the trip. Uh, how do you see this trip helping create momentum and cohesiveness on and off the court this upcoming season. And Katie, we'll start with you. Yeah, like I said earlier, I think that not many teams get this opportunity. And I think it really set the tone for our whole season. I think we play team oriented, we play fast, and we come out there and win and we leave it all on the court. And I think that's exactly what we did in Italy. And I think that's exactly what you can expect from us the rest of the season. I think, too, a really cool thing, especially with adding new teams into our conference, we don't have as long as a non-conference season. So a lot of teams in our conference, I mean, that's three extra games for us that other teams won't get. So I think that's really cool, especially this year with that being new. I think going off of that, like team chemistry wise, I mean, nobody's at their best when you're flying 10 hours. And so I think we got to see kind of the best parts of each other in a brand new culture and got to experience so many fun new things together that we'll remember forever. But we also got to see each other at our most tired and not necessarily at our best too. And I think that's a really special thing to experience as well. And I think we all just grew so much like together, even playing our games just on, you know, tours and, you know, going all around Italy together, I think was so special. And I think that's not something a lot of people got to experience this summer. And so I think that that's going to really, really help us this season as well. So, Yeah. Just really happy that you and your teammates were finally able to go to Italy. Uh, It was a long time coming just because of COVID and everything. And to to be able to go together as a team, best friends, and even some 
of your family as well, getting to make that experience that much more special. And just to, again, kind of finalize things, going back to the 2016 through 17 season before that, again, Becca Hittner, Courtney Rush were on that team. That is a trip that they kept on talking about throughout the course of their career in terms of uh, just one of the highlights of their time at Drake and that, you know, the wins and, uh, you know, the memories of, you know, making it to the NCAA tournament at the MVC tournament, uh, those were certainly up there, but just being able to, again, branch out, be able to travel and uh, just get, just open your eyes to what's really out there. Uh, that was really the biggest highlight for them. I think uh, no doubt it's going to be a highlight, uh, you know, for, uh, for your whole time at Drake, um, with that trip to Italy for you and your entire teammates. So now let's go ahead and dive a little bit more into basketball and specifically just kind of brush on last season. The two of you, of course, part of the Fab Five. There was a lot of attention on you, the incoming freshman class, and rightfully so. Each of you uh, certainly played big roles. And, you know, really just the big question that I have for the two of you was uh, maybe the biggest surprises or your the biggest takeaway from your first season as Division One collegiate athletes as you made that transition. And Ashley, you can get us started on that one. I think the biggest transition for me was just, I mean, they'll tell you how fast it is and, you know, everything like that, but it really is. It's so much faster. It's so much more physical. I mean, you're expected to talk 24-7, whether you're tired, whether you don't feel like it. I mean, so it's just a lot more, you know, physicalness, quickness, like communication. And I think that those were all things I had to learn to adapt to um, getting to that level. Um, and then I think just the time management of balancing school and basketball while we're on the road and everything like that was a big transition, but overall, I mean, it was a great, great first year, great experiences, um, and excited for this next year. Yeah. I think like Ashley said, one of the biggest things is they tell you how fast the game is in college you don't understand how fast the game is until you actually step on the court and you step in that uniform across the lines because the game is a lot faster. People are more physical and it's just go, go, go all the time. So I think that's a big thing that I had to adapt to. Another thing like Ashley mentioned is communication. It doesn't matter if you're tired. It doesn't matter if you're on the bench. It doesn't matter if you're hurt. You're still expected to be yelling and you're still expected to be communicating not only with your teammates, but with your coaching staff as well. Yeah, I know head coach Allison Pullman and the entire coaching staff emphasized communication in all facets, and you just rang on it right there and how important that was. And again, no matter how tired you are, just continue to bring that energy and continue to dig deep. Last season and your very first seasons as Bulldogs went 20 and 14, and it was really, you know, as Coach Pullman put it in the end of the year banquet, it was a little bit of a roller coaster ride, played some really good competition, you know, Going back to the Nugget Classic at Reno, uh, winning all three of those games, had a lot of momentum going in the conference play, uh, you know, and then just a little bit of a bumpy road there in conference, but then gradually started to pick things up towards the tail end of the season, reaching uh, the uh, quarterfinals of the MVC tournament. And then, of course, the run in the WNIT. If you could describe last season, your very first season as Bulldogs in one word, what would it be? And Katie, you can get us started. In one word? <laughs> or a couple. <laughs> um, exciting and rocky, I think. Yeah. Two. I think one really exciting, obviously, to be playing 
at the collegiate level too. I think, you know, we started off really good and then kind of hit the bump in conference. And then I think you really see our team start to peak at the end of the season, which unfortunately is too late <laughs> in the basketball world. But I think I just, it shows our potential, but I think exciting and rocky. I would have to say like adapt would probably be my word of the season. Um, you know, we had to learn to adapt to different things, different challenges throughout the year. Um, and I think that was probably one of the biggest things that I took away from the season. And I also think, you know, we started to really pick it up towards the end. And I'd rather have a really good end of the year finish, give us some momentum going into the next season rather than, you know, start really, really strong and then just finish the year kind of sucky. So I'm really happy with how we finished last year. And so I'm really, really excited going into this next year. Yeah, and going back into the WNIT, I mean, you begin by facing an SEC opponent in their own building, and you're able to defeat them. And KDU in particular knocked down some clutch free throws there towards the end. That game went to overtime, and then later that night, you get to the hotel, and you find out you're going to host Northern Iowa the following Monday, the third time you go up against them. And it's really difficult to beat a team twice, which you did. It's really difficult to do it three times, and you certainly did that, and then ending the season at South Dakota State, who wound up winning the WNIT. Uh, like you said, Ashley, you know, making a deep run in March, that's what it's all about. And that's one of the deepest runs really in recent memory uh, for this basketball program. So for all of you to really play a big role in that, that had to be special, like how the team came together. So Ashley, what, what do you remember most about in particular that run uh, there in the WNIT? I remember going into the Missouri game and I remember seeing things from Missouri thinking like, oh, we're going to go like they were mad. They were in the NIT. And so they were not excited. They had to play us thinking they were going to go win it all. And so I think just being kind of a little bit of an underdog was really, really fun. And like you said, Katie hitting some clutch free throws. I almost passed out from cheering so loud in that game. <laughs> um, so I just remember kind of being the underdog in a lot of those games going into postseason and just proving people wrong. And I think that that was really, really special. Yeah, I remember playing you and I at home, which, again, you say beating a team twice is hard in itself, and then beating a team three times is really hard. So going into that game, you know, a little nerve-wracking, but all the fans came out and supported, so that was really cool to have a home court advantage. And then going in to play South Dakota State, that was a really cool atmosphere, being able to play at their place. And I think just it was a really good experience overall playing, and, you know, you go into March and – as long as you keep playing, like you're having fun, that's the goal of any basketball team. So I think just being able to play in March against really good opponents, that was really cool for us. Yeah, again, it was just really fun to be a part of the journey from the radio side of things, just seeing how everything came together throughout the end of the season. And so uh, as we start to kind of wrap things up here a little bit, uh, Ashley, you, you, uh, you know, when describing last season, you said adapt. And so that brings me to my next question in terms of what the two of you have been working on this off season to improve your game. And Katie, the start, you know, last year averaged nine points a game, 107 assists. You broke the Drake freshman record for assists. You beat out your former teammate, Maddie Peterson. I had to let everyone know they're at the banquet, uh, but there were no hard feelings there, but you led all freshmen in the Valley and assist free throw percentage and steals and of course a uh, all freshman team selection and then Ashley for you appearing in 16 games I remember that game at Valparaiso when you really got things going scoring seven points hauling in four rebounds and really had a good game as a facilitator had some nice games at the Nugget Classic so the two of you were able to shine 
last season. So building off of your freshman year, uh, what have you worked on here the offseason to try to improve things? And uh, Ashley, we'll begin with you. I think some of the things I've been working on just with the coaches, we do a lot of individual workouts and um, try to develop our games like the way they kind of want us to. And so one thing I've been working on is just like threes from my different positions on the court, like without our off or within our offense. So just working on, you know, getting my feet moving, getting to certain spots and getting up shots from there. And then I would say just kind of my like finesse and versatility in the paint and working on my little turnaround jump shots and that kind of stuff. I think those were kind of the main two things I worked on the most this summer. Yeah. And then for me, I think one of the things I focus on a lot is finishing around the rim against taller, bigger, stronger people, and just being able to not just get to the free throw line, but actually finishing around the rim too. And then also step out of the shoes of, oh, I'm an incoming freshman and I'm a freshman. I'm not a freshman anymore. So kind of stepping into more so of a leadership standpoint and just kind of growing up a little bit. Yeah, I like it. And that's a really good segue into the fact that, you know, a year ago at this time, you were on the Be Blue podcast for the very first time, the two of you, you're getting ready for your first season as a D1 athlete. Now the the script has flipped here, and now you are the mentor for the two freshmen coming in, Ava Hawthorne, who I know the two of you know very well from your attack days uh, from Gilbert, Iowa, and then Tayden Gray, a six-foot-one forward from Lenexa, Kansas. And uh, I know that they have been a big help for, uh, or you guys have been a big help to them. And in fact, Katie, uh, when we had Ava on uh, the podcast earlier this summer, she borrowed your laptop. So thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> you came in the clutch there, but uh, but no, tell us what it's been like uh, just, you know, now having that full year um, under your belt, you know, with Coach Pullman, you know what she expects, and then to be able to uh, teach the the incoming players of what those expectations are. I'll be honest, it's kind of weird thinking we're not the freshman five anymore. Like we're <laughs> big sophomores now. And so that's been an interesting transition, but it's been fun having the two freshmen here and knowing that we were just in their shoes, you know, just over a year ago. And so it's been fun to help them through, answer all their questions they have. Um, and I lived with Tayden this summer. And so that was really fun. It's kind of like every time someone new comes in, it's like gaining like a new like little sister. So that's kind of fun just to put them under your wing and show them kind of how everything works. And so that's been really fun. And they've done an amazing job this summer. So it's been really fun to watch them grow, you know, into their shoes as division one athletes as well. And then for us being sophomores, you know, there's really no excuse anymore to you're new and everything. So, but it's been fun. I feel a lot more comfortable within every drill and everything we do. And so it's been, it's been fun. Yeah, it's definitely nice to have a year under your belt. I definitely don't feel really like a freshman anymore. I kind of feel, you know, the system now. And like Ashley said, there's no excuse not to. So we've been here a year and it's been really nice to have Ada and Tayden here. They are like our little sisters. And I lived with Ava this summer. So that was really nice because we're already close. So it just brought us even closer. So it's really nice to have her here. Tayden's a great addition. She's an awesome girl. She's been really fun to get to know. And like Ash said, it's been really cool to watch them grow and adapt. And they've really come into their own shoes this summer a lot. So it's been really cool to watch them. Yeah, I think it's really no coincidence that the two of you were able to be the ones that were the the roommates uh, for the incoming freshmen, uh, just because of, again, uh, just the joyfulness you bring off the court and then knowing, you know, again, what those expectations are on the court. And so the final set of questions here for you, uh, again, we're, we're coming up here on basketball season as we're about to flip the calendar into September. And Katie, you mentioned the fact that it's going to be a little bit of a shorter non-conference schedule. Both of you are from the state of Iowa. And Ashley, I know you might have a game circled on your calendar when 
You play at Iowa State. You, of course, from Ames, that'll be a big deal playing at Hilton Coliseum. They have a uh, just a great atmosphere for women's college basketball, as you know, and then hosting Iowa on November 13th. So as two players that are from the state of Iowa and you see those games on the calendar, not to mention the fact you will play Northern Iowa at least twice, that has to get you uh, really excited. I, Hunter, I am very excited for those in-state rival games. <laughs> I'm just looking at my chops, just ready. But I think everyone would answer the same. Like the in-state rival games are always the most fun just because one, I think they're in-state rivals. We get so many fans at those games. And then two, a lot of us grew up here and we know a lot of kids on the other teams. So I think it's really fun. I think there'll be great opponents for us. It's going to be a good challenge, but I honestly, I think we're ready. And I think it's going to be a really exciting non-conference season. Yeah, I think going off of that, I think we all look forward to those in-state rivals just because those do bring the biggest crowds. They bring the most like tension almost, I feel like. And so I really look forward to those games and I think everybody else does as well. Um, And they're great teams to play. I mean, to play, you know, a big 10, a big 12 team. I mean, they're great competition. So to know that we can go out there and we can compete with those teams as well is just really, really special. So Really looking forward to those. Those are definitely ones that are circled a little bit more special. I think just the in-state rivals are fun, but it'll be be a fun experience. Well, I know both of you are excited. Fans will be excited as well. Uh, just a plug here, a friendly plug that uh, make sure to get your tickets for those games because they are definitely going to go very quickly. The final one for the two of you here is we're starting to kind of close things out. You know, one of the things that's going to be also exciting is the fact that you're going to have a new look nap center to be able to play in renovation still underway. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most here as you uh, are getting ready for your second season as a bulldog and Ashley, we'll start with you. I think I'm just looking forward to being back in the nap center. I mean, you get to walk by and you kind of see what it's looking like. We've been in our practice gym all summer. So there's something special about practicing and playing in the nap center. And so I'm really excited just to be back in there and get back in the flow of things in there and just, see kind of the new environment I think it's going to make it feel a lot more full a lot louder in there so I think that's going to be really special yeah I mean we got back from Italy been home for two weeks I'm just excited to get back to campus and get back to work like I'm ready for games like it's go time so I'm ready well again this summer has just absolutely flown by Classes will be here before you know it this upcoming week. We're almost into September, which means we're even that much closer to the start of a new season. And there's certainly a lot of excitement building for this upcoming campaign. So with that, Katie, Ashley, again, this has been a really busy month for you. I know you have a little bit of off time here this week, but nonetheless, we appreciate the two of you taking the time to join us. And uh, so glad that you and your teammates had a wonderful time in Italy Good luck with the start of classes, and yes, we're all looking forward to the start of a new season. Can't wait to see you and your teammates in the New Look Nap Center here before we know it. So once again, thank you for joining us here on the Be Blue Podcast. Thanks, Hunter. Thanks, Hunter.